Shalom, everyone. I am Dr. Renee, the Assistant Pastor of Empowerment of Faith, Kingdom Center for Ambassadors. I want to encourage you to click on the subscribe button if you have not. Click on the bell in the upper hand corner so that every time we come on, you will be notified. So on today, I want to talk to you about something that's been stirring on my heart, and that is walking in humility as a kingdom ambassador. That's right, walking in humility as a kingdom ambassador. Now, this act of humility is not an act at all. It's a lifestyle, a way that we should be 24-7. Something that we teach is this, holiness is wall-to-wall -wall integrity. This is who you are. All right, so let's get right into the word on today. In Devarah Hayamem Bayet 7, or 2 Chronicles 7th chapter in the 14th verse, the word of Elohim reads, and my people upon whom my name is called shall humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their evil ways, then I shall hear from the heavens and forgive their sin and heal their land. Well, this scripture is very familiar to us. We know what the word of Elohim has already told us, but he's talking to his people. He said, if my people do this, then I'm going to do that. Well, what is it that he's admonishing us to do? This word turn in the scripture that I just mentioned is actually the Hebrew word for repent. So when we talk about repent, we need to think, okay, what is the problem? What am I repenting of? Why am I repenting? What's really going on? Let's look at the scripture. Again, it says, and it, it says, and my people upon whom my name is called, shall humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their evil ways, then I shall hear from the heavens and heal their land. Well, first of all, repentance is not simply saying that you're sorry. That's not it. There has to be a heart change. Number two, repentance is not being regretful. And repentance is not, in spite of popular opinion, repentance is not crying until you can't cry anymore. So I have uh, this graphic up here that's showing 360. Repentance is not even 360. Because when we think about it, 360, you're just going to go completely around and you're going to be right back in that same cycle. That's what we must break. It's time out for us asking the Father for the same thing over and over and over again. And then there's no change. So let's get right to the bottom of it, why there's no change. So the word of Elohim tells us, and Yeshua, he said it best in Matthew 4 and 17. He says, change the way that you think. In order for me to change, I must first change what I'm thinking, the way that I'm thinking. 
All right. So it says, uh, verse 17, from that time, Yeshua began, began to proclaim and to say, repent for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. He was saying, change the way that you think. What you're doing is not enough. What you're doing is not successful. What you're doing is not working. In order to get something different, I've got to do something different. But to go deeper, I've ha I have to and I must think something different. Okay, so what am I thinking? All right, so I am an ambassador. I'm an ambassador, so the precepts of Elohim, it must become my precepts. And we're going to get into that a little bit later. Also, remember this, I gave up my will to do the will of the Father. See, the struggle is when I decide that I'm not going to exchange my will for his will. Oftentimes we hear, well, he gave us a free will. Well, yes, but we must remember we gave up that free will. Even Yeshua, he said, nevertheless, not my will, but let your will be done. So he had an attitude of humility. And we know that the scripture tells us that before honor, there is humility. All right, so now we need to remember to get rid of toxic thinking and replace it with the word. This is how we change. Nothing is going to change until we change what we are thinking. So I mentioned earlier that word turn. That word turn is repent, but it means shub in the Hebrew language. Shub. And so we see that Shub is comprised of three powerful Hebrew Olivets, Shin, Vav, and Bayet. So we know Shin, it means to destroy in this particular tense, uh, in this setting or the, the continuity of the scripture, it means to destroy because it also means provider of peace and protection. But in this aspect, it means to destroy. And then we have the next Hebrew Olivet, which is Vav, which means to establish or to connect. And then Bayet, what's inside. So true, true repentance. Let me say that again. So true repentance is when I destroy what has been established inside of my heart that is contrary to the word. So it's not just feeling bad. Oh, man, man, I, I don't want to do it anymore. Okay, well, that's a great start. Then what? I don't want to do that anymore. But what else do I need to do? I need to find what does the word already say about that matter? And then I need to make sure that that word is governing inside of me so that I can have a heart of repentance. So let's look at the six stages of stages of conformity. You may have heard this already, but this is very prolific. The precept. The precept is the original thought that comes from an idea. This precept should come from the Father. The Father is the source. 
So the source of all of my thinking should be based upon what the father has already established. And then the next stage, the concept, the, well, the concept is a conceived precept. The concept is the original idea of the thought. Well, if my concept is not from the precept of the principle of the word, then this is where I'm going astray. This is, I'm, I'm going to miss it. I have to make the exchange, go back to the original intent of the father and see what thus says Elohim. All right, so now let's look at the next stage, conviction. Your conviction follows the concept. See, it's time out for us uh, expecting people who aren't even saved or who are not uh, believing believers to have a lifestyle, which is the end result. We'll get to that in a moment. That flows with the word of Elohim. Of course, it's going to be contrary if my concept is wrong. If my concept is wrong, it's because I'm not uh, I'm not connected to the right precept. Therefore, my conviction is not going to be correct. But if my conviction is correct, it's because my concepts are correct, and that's because. I'm connected to the original source or the father. All right. So here we're at number four, belief system. Well, how is it that, why, why do you believe that? I can't believe he believed that. He actually believed, no, wait, wait a minute. So if his belief system, my belief system, or a person's belief system does not line up with the word of Elohim, it's because of their convictions. It's because of their concept. It's because somewhere they have gotten off from the original concept or the precept of the father. All right, so let's look at our ideology. Number five, the ideology is a system of ideas that you accept as being true. It's amazing that everyone, I mean, these days, everybody, they, they say, okay, I have the truth. Yeah, yeah, you got to do what's true. Yeah, know your truth. Walk in your truth. Okay, stop. What is the truth? Because it's different. <laughs> There's a difference between something being true and the truth. The word is the truth. Okay, so... If I'm off in my uh, belief system or my ideas, it's because my convictions were off. It's because my concepts were off. It's because somehow I disconnected from my source or the original thought, which comes from the father. Now, here we are. We're at number six, lifestyle. So when I see a lifestyle that's full-blown, totally opposite of the word of Elohim, well, number one, surely that person could not say, I mean, they could say with their mouths that they're an overcoming ambassador or a believer, but 
I must have fruit. I must have evidence in my life. So if I don't have the evidence of my lifestyle is contrary to the word, it's because, let's go over it. My ideology is incorrect. It's because my belief system is off somewhere. It's because my convictions are not, uh, I'm not convicted according to the word of Elohim. It's because my concepts are off. It's because I got away from the original thought. So in order for me to be changed, it has to start from the inside. So let's look at what true repentance is. And I mentioned earlier that we have to stop requiring people who belief system has not changed to change. Just stop. Until there's a heart change, there will be no change. Uh, just like that uh, graphic of the 360, it's going to be the same cycle. Well, why is it that every time I end up doing this, it's because something that's established on the inside of me has a connection that needs to be uprooted so that I can change. I need to make a divine exchange, my will for his will. All right. Now let's look at this. I have an example up here. And uh, I, I say this, um, uh, you know, I'm not calling anybody a pig, nothing like that. I just want to use this example. We can dress a pig up. We can put shiny things and make the pig look so wonderful, clean it up, give it, in a, 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 give it a, a wonderful warm bath. But the minute that pig sees some slop, it's going straight to it. See, that's how the mind, if that, if that mindset has not been renewed, the same thing is going to happen over and over again. And then be <laughs> crying again. <laughs> uh, somebody probably will get mad if you go to the altar and ask, um, uh, Pastor, could you pray for me about in this area right here? And if, if the pastor would, if the pastor were to say, uh, no, I'm not doing it. Like, wait, what? I thought you were supposed to, suppose the, suppose the pastor starts saying, I'm not doing it. Until your mind changed, then I'm not praying for you in that area. Then, you, oh, I got to leave that church. Well, just, it, it's good. We've left the church anyway. We, we're in the congregation now. So, all right, you, you'll catch that later. All right, so. Uh, that pig will rather be in some comfortable mud because that's what it is used to being in. All right, so let's look at this. Until the mind change, nothing will change. All right, so we're, we're dealing with repentance. We know that it's something that we're asking the father to do inside of us. We're asking him, Father, I come before you. Your word tells me that if I humble myself before you, your word has told me already what you're going to do. You said that you would heal the land. You said that you will forgive me. You said that uh, you will remember my sins no more. As far as the east is from the west, you will not remember my sins anymore. Okay. Okay. So we got that part. So now... We have to look at the mindset. Have I really changed my mind about this thing? Because 
I cannot love the very thing that's sending me to hell. I can't hold on to it and father, oh, oh, I really like this. No, I have to hate what he hates. And then to go further, I have to love what he loves. So as my mindset changes, then true change can take place. And that's where you have true repentance. So let's go back to our notes. Let's go back to our notes. So repentance is knowing who you are. We mentioned this. You are an ambassador. Well, I guess we need to find out exactly what is an ambassador. The precepts of Elohim are your precepts. You represent the kingdom culture here on earth. So let's look at this. An ambassador is one who represents another government. Watch this. And he speaks what he or she is authorized to speak according to the constitution of that government. An ambassador is one who realizes that he or she has set or orders to follow and the mission is not complete until the task is finished. I love both of those. I love both of those. I love both of those points. Okay, so let's deal with the first one. One who represents another government and speak what he or she is authorized to speak. Elohim will never go against his own word. His word is forever established. His word is already settled. It's already settled here in heaven, it's already settled on earth. So we need to make sure that it's settled in us once and for all. Why do I say that? Because as an ambassador, I'm not entitled to speak my opinion. I need to speak what the word says. I need to believe what thus says Elohim. And it will be evident and apparent to all that I'm not just saying something, but I will have proof to back up what I am saying. Evidence, evidence. I remember Apostle Price, who was resting in power. I remember Apostle Price, his, um, his teachings would come on. Evidence, evidence. Yeah, because it's time out for just quoting the word and not having that flesh manifest the word. This, this flesh has to be changed. It has to be dominated by the word of Elohim. All right, let's look at our notes again. So an ambassador is one who represents another government and speak what he or she is authorized to speak. And that is the word of Elohim. That's the constitution. We already know what we should be saying. Number two, one who realizes that he or she has set orders to follow and the mission is not complete until the task is finished. See, during this time that we're facing right now, if you don't see that time is truly winding up, that it's time out for one day I am 
conquering and then the next day, oh, we fall down, we get up. No, no, stop. It's time for the ambassadors to look like what heaven looks like. Heaven always looked like victory. Heaven is always victorious. And we are to demonstrate that through the power and dominion that the Father has given us as kingdom ambassadors, and the world needs to see that. See, what has happened, the congregation has been beat up, because, uh, the congregation has been beat up for because the congregation, some in the congregation, have chosen to, uh, instead of going by what the Constitution states, They've chosen to do their own thing, write their own script. Now you got to do you. No, you don't. <laughs> no, you, no, stop. No, we can't, we can't do us. No, what we should do is do according to what the word has already told us to do. All right, so let's go back to our notes on this. As an ambassador, we will need, we need to remember this. All right, let's look at it. So the, the ambassador is one who realizes that he or she has set orders to follow. The mission is not complete until the task is finished. So let's look at uh, Tehillim 34, 19 through 22. Many are the afflictions of the righteous, but Yahweh delivers him out of them all. He protects all of his bones. Not one of them is broken. Evil shall kill the wicked. Those who hate righteous, wait a minute, those who hate the righteous shall be condemned. Verse 22, Yahweh redeems the soul of his servants. None of those who take refuge in him shall be condemned. These are the words that we need to remind ourselves. Why do I say that? Because we just said that an ambassador, we need to finish the mission whatever that mission is from the beginning of the assignment until the very end. Sheol said, I have fought a good fight. I have finished the race. He continued, okay, until the very end. So it says in verse 19, many are the afflictions of the righteous, but Yahweh delivers him out of them all. Not one time did this particular scripture say that we weren't going to be persecuted, that we weren't going to have any afflictions, but it does, it does show us the promise. And the promise is that Yahweh is the one who will deliver us out of them all. And then verse 20 goes on and talks about the protection that we have. So this is what I say as a kingdom ambassador. I'm to say what the word says. And so at one time they were like, oh, just say it. Uh, what was it? Blab it and grab it or something. No, this word has to be activated by your belief system. It's not enough just to say it. It's not enough just to say it. You must believe what you are saying. And then verse 21, evil shall kill the wicked. Those who hate the righteous shall be condemned. So he's saying, listen, I got that. I have them. Don't, why are you coming to me complaining about that? What does the word say? 
Those who hate the righteous shall be condemned. Condemned. I'll take care of that. Verse 22. And then Yahweh redeems the soul of his servants. None of those who take refuge in him shall be condemned. This is our confidence. The word of Elohim gives us our confidence. So I can boldly say, watch this. We don't quit. I want you to say this. We do not quit. We complete. We endure to the very end. How do I do this? By believing the word of Elohim. Don't quit. Don't give up. Continue to the very end. Okay, so we were talking about the word ambassador earlier. I mentioned the word ambassador. And just, um, you know, sometimes we will use words because it sounds good, but we really need to know what we're saying and why we're saying what we are saying. So one of the Hebrew words for ambassador is to seer. And it's comprised of three Hebrew alphabets, which are Sadi, Yud, and Resh. So when we're dealing with this word, uh, the Hebrew alphabet, Sadi, we know that Sadi means to have a strong desire for something, a pull towards something. And then we have Yud, which is dealing with the power or the creative ability of the Holy Spirit. And then we have Resh, which means ruler. In this case here, it means ruler. It also means one who walks in authority, one who walks in dominion. So as an ambassador, this is what I want you to remember. As an ambassador, you are a ruler who have, who have a strong desire to operate in your dominion, in the culture of the kingdom, through the power that dwells inside of you. Now we say this, greater is he that is in me that is, than he that is in the world. But here's the question that I have for you. Greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. The question that I have for you is, What's inside of you? Because we're saying greater is he. Who's inside of you? Is the word uh, dwelling richly inside of you? Or is love and hip hop <laughs> abiding inside of you? Soap opera, all this other stuff, nonsense. What, what's inside of you? Is that greater? Because when pressure comes, the greater one always shows up. Yeah. So if the Father is the greater one, the Holy Spirit, the Rokadosh is the greater one inside of you, when pressure comes, it'll be evident to all what's leading, what's inside of you. Oh, I, I cuss a little bit. No, stop. No. But listen. No, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't cuss till I get mad. For real? It's time for a change. See, I have to think something different. Oh, now you trying to sound like you, you more than everybody else. Okay, well, I'm, I, I'm, I'm not whatever you say. I know who I am though. I'm an ambassador of the kingdom. I know that it's my job to say what the word says. It's my job to make sure that I completed to the very end. 
it's my job to make sure that I am flowing in the anointing, in the dominion, in the power that the Father has given me. The word Elohim says that he is able to keep me from falling and to present me blameless into the day of Yeshua. The word of Elohim tells me that I do have an advocate, that I am able to go before the Father. Amen. So um, we're without excuse. All right. So let's get right back into, let's get right back into our notes here. Greater. So as an ambassador, the ambassador is a ruler who has a strong desire to operate in his or her dominion. A strong desire. Okay. A strong desire to operate in his dominion, in the culture of the kingdom, through the power that dwells inside of him or her. That's good news. That's powerful. That's not just some cliche like I'm an ambassador. I'm an ambassador for Christ. No, you're not. An ambassador for the Messiah, yes, that, that's better. We're not, we're not going to get into all of that, but all right, so let's go. <laughs> so I can't love the very thing that's sending me to hell. So I must detox. I must detox. I must deliberately, intentionally, eliminate the toxins in my life. Now, you know what's in your life. You, you know what's in your life. You know the things that you need to work on. I don't need to give you a punch list because the word tells me that a man should ex examine himself. A woman should examine herself. So if we should examine it, what am I examining it through? The mirror of the word. I need to look at the word. Okay, no. No, I, uh-uh, no, I need to, okay, Father, I changed my mindset towards this. I see that in your word, it tells me that I shouldn't operate like this. So I change, I change. I, I can remember one particular day, I was upset because something had happened and Holy Spirit checked me and said, you mean to tell me you acting like that? And other people are actually battling for their lives right now. Sometimes, sometimes when the Holy Spirit speaks to you, it's not in a still small voice. <laughs> it's a loud voice, okay? Because I sometimes the Holy Spirit, like, um, anybody else hear that? Okay. Okay, good. Let me, let me take care of that. Let me take care of that. I have to judge myself. If I judge myself, then I won't fall under the judgment. Oh, you can't judge me. Who are you to judge another man's servant? Check again. Look at it. Because the word tells us that we're even going to judge Malachas or the angels. We're going to judge angels. So surely... We have to be able to judge these small, small matters. Yes. Am I pronouncing the, fertile, uh, the final verdict on anyone? No, but we are able to discern 
according to the word of Elohim. All right, so let's get back to the notes. We were talking about detoxing. Detox deliberately. I have to be deliberate about my walk with Elohim. I have to understand that the enemy has an assignment against me. I have to understand that the enemy will try to set traps, but, but when the greater one is inside of me, the weapon may form, but that weapon will not prosper. The word said, never said, he never promised us that it would not form. As a matter of fact, when you give your life to the Messiah, when you begin to walk in his ways, his will, his precepts, the ways of Elohim, all hell is going to break loose. Yes, if, if it hasn't happened, then you must still be in hell. Okay. Detox. How do I detox? How do I detox? Number one, I need to pray and consecrate. Pray and consecrate. Let's look at this. And Yehuda or Jude 20 says, but you beloved, keep building up yourselves on your most holy faith, praying in the Holy Spirit. Keep yourselves in Elohim's love. Let's deal with that. So we know love is talking about, um, the Hebrew word for love is ahab. So ahab is spelled olive, het, bayet. So what is what does that mean? Olive is telling me something is strong. What's strong? Well, what's strong? The father is strong. And then you have hey. Hey is telling me that something is being revealed. And then, but yet, what's inside? So the heart of the Father is being revealed. So it says, keep, keep yourselves in Elohim's love or what's revealed in his heart, what's already close to his heart, looking for the mercy of our Yahweh Yeshua, the Messiah, to eternal life. On some have compassion, making a distinction. And some save, snatching them out of the fire with fear, hating even the clothing stained by the flesh. Mm -hmm. Some some of us need to have that snatchback, that snatch that snatchback uh, ministry, just snatching people out. No, I, I need to speak this word to you. It's hard to speak a word to someone if I'm compromising myself. Somebody come to me, uh, Doctor Nay, I want you to pray for me. Um, I've been dealing with um, pornography and I've been dealing with um, this guy, you know, I, I, I want to connect with him, but you know, he, he's married. So if I'm dealing with, if I'm dealing with pornography and I don't have an overcoming life in that area, and if I'm in adultery, who am I going to pray for? I, the, the word hits before it can hit there, it must hit here first. <laughs> so I have to make sure before I try to snatch somebody, I, I need to make sure that um okay yeah I'm, I'm I'm victorious. I'm let me check my life. Wait a minute. Oh yeah yeah I have some yeah I have victory in this area. Let me let me pray with you. <laughs> okay, only in my family. 
will advice be given and you have never experienced it. You've never done it yourself. You have not had uh, victory in those areas, but you, you quick to give advice. That, that's just my family. I can talk about my family. Now, don't you talk about my family. All right, so let's get back to the word. That was a joke. Okay, I'm joking, but that, that is true in my family. Father, yeah, y'all pray for us. Uh, as some say, we'll pray for you and you pray for me. Verse 23, and some say, snatching them out of the fire with fear, hating even the clothing stained by the flesh. Verse 20, 24, now to him who is able to keep them from stumbling, I love this, and to present you faultless before the presence of his glory in great joy. Elohim, our savior, who alone is wise, be glory and majesty, dominion and power, both now and forevermore. So in order for me to um, detox, I need to pray and consecrate. How am I consecrating? Well, let's talk about it. When I'm consecrating, I am moving those things out of the way that are distractions to me. I'm focusing on the word. I'm muttering the word. I'm thinking about the word. I'm speaking the word. I'm asking the father, okay, father, shine your light in, on me. <laughs> I can hear my husband singing that song, shine, okay. Uh, shine your word in those dark places in my area so that I can change. Create in me a clean heart, O Elohim, and renew a steadfast spirit within me. This is a continual thing that we're doing. This, this lifestyle is not that we go on a consecration, but having a consecrated life so that we are well-equipped and well-able to withstand the adversary when he comes. We know that we're not ignorant of his devices. He's not going to tempt us with anything that we don't like, but he'll tempt us with things that are like, oh, okay. Oh, I see she liked that, huh? Let me put that in front of her. Let's see. Let's see how she does today. Oh, let me do some more exercises. He, while, we, while we're in there sleeping, he doing his push-ups, getting ready. Next one. Okay. Okay. She up. She up. Let me see. Let me see if she going to pray when she get up this time. Oh, she didn't pray. Hmm. Let me get somebody to cut off. Cut off uh, when she go out today in the traffic and see, see what we can get out of her today. See, that enemy is always trying to find different ways. But if I guard my way, guard my mind, guard my heart, then I'll be better prepared of the enemy when he comes because he's always going to show up. He may go away from, for a season, but you better believe he'll be coming back. All right. So in Matthew, let's look at this. In Matthew 12, verse 43, the word of Elohim reads, when an unclean spirit has gone out of a man, he passes through waterless places seeking rest and doesn't find it. Then he says, I will return to my house from which I came. And when he has come back, he finds it empty, swept, and put in order. Now, this sounds pretty good, doesn't it? 
All right, hold tight. We'll get to it. Verse 45. Then he goes and takes with him self seven other spirits more evil than he is, and they enter in and dwell there. The last state of that man becomes worse than the first. Even so will it be also to this evil generation. So let's deal with this. In verse 43, it tells us that the spirit, that unclean spirit comes out of the man. It goes through dry places. It says waterless places, dry places seeking rest and doesn't find it. And then says, I will return to my house from which I came. Now here are the key words. It, he finds it empty. Why is the house empty? Why isn't the house filled with the precepts of the word that gives you the instructions of how you should govern yourself. Why? Why is it? Why is it empty? It's swept. So it's clean. You're forgiven. I'm forgiven. Thank you, Father. Bless you, Elohim. Thank you, Torah Rabbah, for your forgiveness. And it's put in order so I have the appearance that I am clean. Yes, I thank you that we are forgiven. But we must feel it with the word of Elohim. Then it says in verse 45, then he goes and takes with him seven other spirits more evil. See, this is why when a person, let me use myself for an example. If I repent, but it's really not repentance and it's remorse. Difference is remorse is that, man, okay, I, I, I feel bad about it. Okay, I robbed a bank. Okay, I can't, I can't, I can't use that. Um, you know, I can't use that. I did something that <laughs> I was not supposed to do. And um, man, I feel bad about it. But do I feel bad enough about it to change? That's why the cycle continues. Unless I change the way that I think, unless I hate the very garments of that flesh, unless I say, you know what, Father, I know. Oh, thank you, Father, for I detest what you detest. If you say it's an abomination, I don't make room for it in my life. If you say that this is wrong, then I can't butter it up. I can't put sugar on it and, and coat it and make it look so wonderful that it's okay. If you say, see, this is how we govern our lives. This is how I change because I have to change the way that I think. Let's go back to our notes. Change the way that I think. So we're talking about detoxing. Okay, skip down to verse 20, verse 48. Yeshua said, but he answered to him, who is my mother? Who are my brothers? He stretched out his hand toward his disciples and said, behold, my mother and my brothers, for whoever does the will of my father who is in heaven, he is my brother and my sister and my mother. Listen, when you are detoxing, when you are changing the way that you think, sometimes you have to change who you are hanging around. You cannot expect 
unless I mean, unless you just that good now, because your environment, the environment that you are in, the the, the scripture says bad company corrupts good character. So let's just go with that. So this is telling me that if I continually be around certain people, then surely my detox couldn't be that strong. My detox game. Can I talk how we talk? My detox game couldn't be that strong if I'm continually hanging around the same people. Eventually, now am I saying that you can't be around people who are not ambassadors? No, I'm not saying that. What I am saying is that I want to be the influencer. And if I am not being the influencer, I am being influenced. So in order for me to detox, I need to go, go back to the manufacturer, see what the word says in this particular area, build up my most holy faith, and then once I get my then, once I get victory, and then, you know, I can go around certain areas. But if you, if you know that you were just delivered from drinking, why go to the bar to witness? I'm just saying, <laughs> why, why, why witness at the bar? Why don't you just witness at home for a minute? Get that victory there. And then, you know, okay. All right. All right. All right. All right. Help me, somebody. Help me, help me, help me. As my grand candy said, help me, help me, help me. Okay. All right. Number two, I must renew my mind. We're talking about detoxing. This will allow me to continually walk in a state of humility as a kingdom ambassador. Renew my mind. All right. Let's look. Finally, brothers. Here we have it. Finally, brothers, whatever things are true, whatever things are honorable, whatever things are just, whatever things are pure, whatever things are lovely, whatever things are of a good report, if there is any virtue, if there is anything worthy of praise, think about these things. Do the things which you learned, received, heard, and saw in me in the Elohim of peace will be with you. This is so powerful. It's already in the script what I should do, what I should be thinking upon. Because if I'm renewing my mind, I don't have time to be stressed out. If I'm focusing on the answer, I don't have time to focus on the problem. Oh my goodness, this is so, this is good to me. All right, so it says, uh, whatever things are honorable, whatever things are just, whatever things are pure, the word tells us to the pure, all things are pure. Whoa, that's powerful there. To the pure, all things are pure. Mm. All right, if whatever things are a good report, any virtue, any worthy of praise, so if somebody decides to call me and the entire time that they're talking to me, it's negative, this is messing up my detox game. No, I was like, wait, how, how can I make this U-turn? You're trying to make me do 
a 360, I'm trying to do a 180. I'm trying to turn, change, shub, change, destroy what is connected that's established, the thing that's established inside of me. I'm trying to break that thing. You're trying to mess me up. Nothing is going to change until my mind change. Nothing is going to change. Listen, your belief system is so powerful until, watch this, your belief system is so powerful until you can change the world around you when nothing has changed. That's how powerful your belief system is because you're like, okay, I know what I see, but I believe the word of Elohim. I believe what it says. I know what is true, but I believe and conceive the truth and I stand on it. So we're looking to renew our mind, detox our system, get ignorance out. If I, oh, I don't know. She's talking that Hebrew stuff. Well, guess what? There was a time you didn't even know how to speak English. But whoever was grooming you, they kept saying it over and over again. They kept saying it to you and repeat this after me. We want something, but we don't want to invest the time that it takes. And I, I just want to say this quickly. I have one of Dr. Larry's uh, books with me. Kingdom Keys of Revelation. If you don't have this in your library, be sure to get it because it's powerful. It's a great tool. It's a great study tool. It is not meant for people who don't want to study. There's no way you can just take this book and just swallow it and eat it. Nope, you're going to have to dig into it. How did I get on that? Well, we were talking about how the English language, how someone had to help you with it and go over it over and over again. Well, in order for your mindset, my mindset to be changed, I have to go over the word over and over again. We have been blessed with the pause ministry. What is pause? Press pause. Think about it. Reflect. Examine. Okay, Father, I see what you're trying to do. Okay, I receive that. I change. Press play. We got the, the pause in the play ministry and we didn't even know it. Right at our fingertips. Not just so that we can just hear the word, but hear the word so that we can change our mindset and do what the word says. So as I conclude what we are teaching on today, I just want to encourage you as you begin to renew your mind, make the exchange, your will for his will, your misconceptions for the precepts that have already been established by the word of Elohim, then you will be able to continually walk in a state of humility as related to the kingdom. As an ambassador, remember that it's our desire to make sure that we have a strong desire. Remember that, a strong desire to say what the word says and operate by the word and do what the word says. So I want to encourage you 
for those who are uh, believing believers, continue in the faith and keep going to the very end. Be encouraged. Do not get discouraged. And remember to focus on the answer, which is the word of Elohim. Now, if you are a believer and you are not living an overcoming life, some say uh, if you are in a backslidden condition and you have been um, dealt with by the Holy Spirit on today, I want to encourage you to pray, pray and ask the Father, Father, just deal with my heart, deal with my heart, change me. Your word says, you're able to change me. So I thank you for that ability. I believe in that ability. I confess my sins to you right now. And then if you are, are not a believer at all, but you know that there's something different about this ministry, you see that there, we're not trying to play games with people. We're not trying to put you on a religious roller coaster, but it's about kingdom living. We want to pray with you and for you as well. So feel free to contact us and we'll have some information for you at the end of this message. So be blessed. Hopefully you are remembering to subscribe. You're also remembering to like the channel. And uh, what else? Let's see. Yeah. Click on the button in the upper right-hand corner so that you can be notified every time that we come on. So be blessed to you, shalom to you, and we will see you really soon. May Elohim's best be yours. Empowerment of Faith Kingdom Center for Ambassadors has a mobile app available to you. That's right, it's the Church by Ministry One app available in your Play Store. Simply download the app, open it up, then type in Empowerment of Faith Kingdom Center for Ambassadors in order to find the ministry. Be sure to allow the application to send you notifications. And then there's a profile option that gives the ministry information about you. And it's all available in the Church by Ministry One app. Download that from your Play Store today and be in touch with Empowerment of Faith wherever you go.